<sighs> I'm in my killer pants. and welcome to another amazing episode of gamer pants i am one of your hosts Eno, joined by our other hosts um junior yes i am here hello junior how you doing um great I, um yes cultist. i am still suffering yes wow you haven't played league <laughs> he suffers just I... by existing i own a mac remember that oh yes he is the mac daddy i'm sorry um mac daddy my apologies yes and of course as always uh freaking mitsuki's here too ready to hey like uh, i talk more than these two at fucking least yes <laughs> okay compare me to brian is insulting to me come on come on junior's here to laugh and and make points the funny memes yeah he's for the yes. meme. he's the meme eater i'm um, doing this solely for the memes Yes, this this whole podcast is a meme, guys. Let's be honest. Honestly. <laughs> okay. Wow, coaches, damn. Well, we know who's tired of being on the show. We'll cancel him next week. Oh, hey, no. Nah. <laughs> uh, replace him with Billie Eilish or fucking, I don't know, Bobby Ray Don Johnson. Okay. I hear Belfry. Yes. Um. Anyways, guys, so we got we got some. Pretty cool topics that I don't have my show notes for because, you know, I am unprepared. Wait, is this our Halloween special? But this is a Halloween special. Let's just start over. I'm just kidding. God dang We can put the ad note. We'll sing through spooky, scary skeletons. Actually, that's copyrighted. So here's the thing, Junior. <laughs> we kind of named the last episode the Week of Spookies because there was Resident Evil and um, Silent uh, Hill, right? So it's a little too oh, late for yeah. that. But, wait, but, but, but wait, we actually have a horror game today. We Ooh. have some spooky stuff, but... We yeah. have a horror game. We have Pokemon news, so Adrian's currently in dismay. And Mitsuki's here to speak, so... All scary ah, stuff. Enough. <laughs> and I actually have talking points. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. Well, I wouldn't say you have talking points. I would say you have more like talking buttons. Heels. Yes. Heels. You know, I I need to get my soundboard. Hold on. No. Oh. You can't afford a soundboard. That's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So, uh, we we got a few things to talk about. Um, um, some game stuff, some other game stuff, and some other game stuff, and then there's some other computer stuff. But um, I guess we should really just jump right into it, like we always do, because we don't like rambling. Uh, we'll leave the uh, tangent. We are to... very focused. Yes, we'll leave the tangent to, you know, after we get going, right? So, um, who, <laughs> who, who wants who wants to have the the first uh, topic? Any want to play rock paper scissors? 
So, Ikea... No. <laughs> All right. All right. Mitsuki will go for a sure. Tell us. So, there is a new horror game that's being developed called The Store is Closed. Yes. And the whole point is you're a idiot who decided to stay late and you got locked in the store. Uh-huh. And the whole game bases itself on horror happening in the store. Well. Correct. This has drawn some negative press from Ikea. Because IKEA has seen that uninventive hacks, like all these people who write for the media, yes, they compelled the game to IKEA because you know originality is dead. Why make an actual well thought out sentence when you can just say it's IKEA? So, and you act as if that is the press. Like, what's IKEA known for for before this? Like, they're known for just, like, dumb. Their boxes being... They're able to stuff wood into bo- into two small of boxes. And now they're known as the company that shut down free publicity. Yeah. But the whole point is that IKEA sent a cease and desist loud to this gaming any company saying, you are now cease and dismiss and dismiss. stop this, this game because it is giving us... Ikea bad publicity because, you know, horror game. Oh no, Even horror game. And, and it's in a store that looks a little Ikea-ish, but it's not really Ikea. And I'm kind of pissed off about it, and I'm sure other people are also pissed off because... They are? Is Yeah, because, like, this isn't aim. This is just a big greedy company bullying a small indie company because oh these unexperienced twats said this is ikea and instead of actually doing research and seeing is this actually ikea or not and it's not there's a lot of differences well they instead sent the cease and desist letter making demands yeah, to, to clarify a little bit, like, or to, I guess, focus in on some really big, important aspect of this is that you keep saying it's this indie developer, but I think the main takeaway from that is that the indie developer is a solo developer. It's the one guy. Um, so it's, it's a singular dude making this game. And For they, funsies. Yeah, and, and Ikea is essentially sending a cease and desist because... Um, they're saying that in the media it's been portrayed as or been um that the coverage of the game has been related to um IKEA. IKEA. And they I think they're like the talking points that they said that there were in the cease and desist letter were something like I know that the signage looked similar and the fact that they had gray carpet. I'm like, dude, how many how many Furniture stores a do Kmart not have, could have that. Yeah, like how many furniture stores do not have gray carpet? I used to work at a furniture store. We had gray carpet. It's just I, like, could, I could message my mom right now and say, "Do you have gray carpet at at your store?" Yeah, so it's it's, it's stupid, right? And and then he they also go on to say that the furniture is is very much like IKEA. But the whole point is that like a lot of cheap knockoff furniture, and I know because I buy a lot of cheap knockoff furniture. Uh-huh. Welcome to student life. But anyways. Um, the point is that a lot of cheap furniture will always be IKEA is because there's only so much building techniques you can do before 
you copy someone else by accident or on purpose. Yeah, yeah. And it and it's it's dumb because like they say like that it looks the same and then the the developer apparently bought these um bought the like a an asset pack, right? Because you can do that. Like I don't know if you guys ever tried developing or, or worked in a like IDE where yeah, you can so use I assets. Understand. You you basically buy the rights to these assets, right? And you use these assets. They're like generic assets. And that's what he did. So those furniture things are something he pretty sure literally so, purchased as an so asset. So IKEA is getting mad at him using Creative Commons. Is that what I'm hearing correctly? It's not even Creative Commons. It's something he paid for. No, but like you get what I'm saying, right? If it's a generic pack, it's Junior, like this is basically how it's what's it boiled down to. IKEA is mad that this small whole game is being compared to IKEA. That's it. And because it's bad light, instead of saying "ha ha ha," that would never happen at IKEA. Or, this, the, or they, like saying, you know what? Yeah, we like this. It's currently spooky season. This is great free publicity. No. They are now saying, uh, this game dreads Ikea and is hoarding Ikea's image, so we want to shut it down. And also, I'm pretty sure that they're so disconnected from the gaming uh, community in general, or, or just the whole world of gaming, because they in the cease and desist letter, they gave him, I don't remember the actual, 10, 10 working days, right? To make changes, and those changes are removing all their claims. <laughs> <laughs> They're giving a solo developer, right? A solo guy, 10 working days to remove everything that they're saying looks like Ikea or references Ikea at any way, which is like the signage, the gray floor, the furniture. So they're basically, hey, can you... Um, can you change your game? Yeah. And it's basically, it's hurting us. So you have 10 days. Mind you, the game's not even out yet. You know, they're like, yeah, you know, you have time. You can easily make changes. You know, it's not released until 2024. I'm like, dude, like, if it's going to release in 2024, it's it's not like you can make these changes really quickly, you know? Like, essentially, if you're making him move over from 2024 to, or like, are saying that you got to do these changes, first of all, you can't do them in 10 days. I mean, maybe you can if you had a decent team, right? But he's had to look for... Oh, you'd have to delete the game. Yeah, you're basically asking him to redo the whole game, you know? So it's kind of dumb. And 10 days, and they're like, oh, yeah, you have 10 days to do it. But honestly, like, very will take 10 days, five but it, to do the floor itself. Like, it, it's not even out yet. So, like, sure, like, well, he's, he'd, he'd just be like, sure, I removed him. Like, what, does he have to show proof? Like, the game's not even out yet, you know? But stupid. Like, how are they going to tell he's done it in 10 days or not? Because it, it's not even out. So they're acting like it's out and it's it's doing damage to their reputation, yada yada. <laughs> Honestly, it, it's so disconnected from reality. Yeah. So so basically, like the 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 developer guy was essentially like, you know, I was gonna spend like the last week or whatever of the Kickstarter trying to get it ready for alpha and I don't know what, but he's basically has to revamp basically his whole game so he doesn't get sued, which is stupid. But poor guy. I feel bad because he can't do anything. Because no matter how in the right he is, this is IKEA. To be fair though, like if if IKEA doesn't defend their like uh their likeness, they could lose their, their copyright thing. But I mean it, it's just no it's one... just uh like some articles were just like, yeah, like it looks like IKEA, sure. Like if that was their idea, then sure. But it's just a journalist, really, that compared it to an IKEA. 
but see, this is one of those situations. Well, I hate IKEA because you don't have to do this to a fucking guy. Like it's one indie dev. Poor guy. You're not even gonna get much out. What the hell are you getting out? Nothing. Like, they really, like, they don't really get anything, but it's just they're they're defending. I <laughs> compare it to a really card it. game, the where like you're just spending two cards to go get one back. You realize you're losing in that example, right? And like that's what's happening right here. They're just trying to strong arm it because they think it's going to be bad publicity. They're like, oh, no horror stuff doesn't happen in IKEA. No, no, uh-uh. bad publicity. They think in Halloween. They think this is the. I mean, it's not even going to come out on Halloween. It's not coming out until forever. No, but like, it's <laughs> the middle of Halloween. You would think, oh my god, spooky Ikea. Yeah, getting but, but you right see, now. You, you, I, Mitsuki, Cultist, and anyone listening to this, we know about games. We know how this could be actually kind of good for Ikea because people might actually be like, oh, let's go see if there's anything spooky, you know, but kids see, these days. Here, here's the thing. I also see Ikea's point because... From a normal perspective, you get all these kids going to Ikea, not to buy furniture, but hanging out and trying to be like, ooh, ghosts and doing pranks. And then eventually you get a shooting at Ikea. Well, a kid jumped out at a couple wearing a mask and a butcher's knife. I I feel like you may have just went too too on the deep end. That's exactly what Ikea is thinking. I mean, at this point, that is pretty much what that is why Ikea is to you. Someone has to take those kids. The the kids dumb enough to do that are are either already old enough to realize that's a dumb idea or they're little. They're literally like five, six year olds. No, you'd be wrong. (laughs) If if you knew I was referencing, you'd probably I'm sure our small reviewers will understand. Junior, I know know you're young, Junior, but you are also so disconnected from the their current uh, generation. In a way, I see why Ikea's doing it, but my point is still, 99% of people aren't going to have any complaints, Ikea. So if you're going to buy a uh, something from Ikea, I urge you from today, instead of buying from Ikea, go to your local Walmart, support them instead. Uh, no. <laughs> You're talking about the same Walmart that did a whole Roblox Walmart land? Oh. Oh, At least they were trying to be edgy. You know what? (laughs) They get more credit than fucking IKEA. Wait, fucking dude. Hello, everyone. There's like nobody. Go to Walmart. There's one guy. (laughs) Ah, Jesus Christ. It's Coltis and his Roblox short. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh my God. Are we wrong? Please. I was just going to add my two cents to this because, like, honestly, it, it really sucks. Um, it's a really bad situation because there have been other incidents in the past where, like, oh, hey, this company went after uh, this game because it's, like, a bad representation. Uh, like, look at Nintendo. It is a gaming company, and, and yet it still goes after these fan games that actually have a really, like, interesting plot. Yeah, but and that's... It, they have to protect their IP, so, like, like any anything that goes out that's not, like... um 
authorized by them it could be like it could come and back like to bite them in the ass like basically if if something illegal happens out of it they're held responsible because it's it's their ip basically yeah yeah, like if a kid goes out in a mario outfit and does a crime people are gonna be like oh was mario to cause this issue and then nintendo's gotta do legal control Oh no, yeah, that is completely understandable, but either way, it's still a sucky situation in a sense because you're losing like something that's actually very interesting other than other than like the main line when the main line doesn't offer that much. Look at Sword mm-hmm. and Shield, X and Y, other games. <laughs> yeah. But by then like that that's basically revenue. Like just by people playing those games that are not theirs technically, they're mm-hmm. losing they're losing money because if people wanted to play Pokemon so much, they would play Pokemon at least, right? So if they're out there playing a indie game, or not an indie game, like a like a what's it called like an unauthorized uh a game raw have, pack. Kind of, I guess. If they're they're out there playing another game that's not theirs, basically like a fan-made game, it, it's the fan is making profit, and you might not you might be like, well, what kind of profit? It's free to play. It's just the popularity, right? And people will probably have to go to a website to get that like uh download and that website probably runs ads so it's basically revenue that's being made that is not going to the parent company or the owner of the ip in this case or in just an example um pokemon right mm-hmm. so yeah. yes it, it's lost revenue and it just basically overall just it damages the company but in in, in the case it, that's kind of different because they're actually using their actual ip right in in this case, it's it's a guy that made a furniture store. It's just like a generic looking furniture store. It's not IKEA. Like, they looked at Walmart. They look at Kmart. If they're not. IKEA, if you're hearing this, you guys are the poor people experience. Poor people like, oh man, this shit is IKEA as fuck, because that is what they think when they buy a cheap desk that it comes in a Lego set. They're not compa- saying that this horror game is an IKEA game. They're saying that the IKEA, the horror game, has an IKEA feeling because everything looks cheap and dirt poor, which makes sense because it's part of a asset purchase on a Unity game store. So you know, I don't think it's Unity. I, I believe no it's Unreal Five, but you know, it's the, like the point is now that it's being bought on a cheap side for assets the fact that you're comp- complaining about it just shows how disconnected you are from the people who actually shop at Ikea yeah I bet you guys spend fucking $10,000 on your fucking cabinets but yeah anyways Ikea sucks <laughs> how is that the most insulting install we've said poor right guy now? but moving on from that uh, whole Ikea and uh, the freaking store is closed thing hopefully it turns out for the uh, developer pretty well uh junior what do you got for us junior i know you wanted to talk about some things that uh you like sonic prime moving on from sonic prime just <laughs> what about sonic prime junior what you got <laughs> what is sonic well prime? i mean it's coming out december 15th so hey new game new show based on a game to watch so sonic prime is a show yes yes Okay, so I have something to ask. Yeah, sure. Is this going to be as good as the Sonic Boom cartoon series? Well, here's something I wanted to talk about. Yes? If you looked at the trailer, one thing that was point I noticed is um, they're going back to the old days. 
of robots and stuff. Robots in disguise. Transformers. Or then meets the eyes. Wasn't that one of the bad ones after Prime? N- Are you calling yeah. Transformers bad? No, but it's one of the series that I think most fans consider bad. Was the it Beast Robot ones? In disguise? Or it was after Transformers Prime. But anyway, anyway, ignoring that tangent. But what I'm referring to is that does anyone ever seen like an episode of the old Sonic show? Negative. Oh, not the very first one, but the one with like the Freedom Fighters. Yes, him and his chili dogs. No, no, the the Freedom Fighters one. I've seen a lot of them, and honestly, they were all kind of cringy. I'm not gonna lie. That's why I was okay with Sonic Boom because it was somewhat it relatable. Well, something I both wanted to point out. Um, they roboticized like parts of Amy. Like straight up. Did they replace Amy? No, they they like they gave her <laughs> they changed her legs and her and her face, one of her eyes. Didn't they just like Amy. announce something that was kind of? Yeah, they did. They like released a couple of images of mm-hmm. character design. Well, Sonic has some fun episodes. Like Sonic Boom has a lot of cringy meme humor. Like Sonic gets a ticket for going fast, and he's like, "I'll fight the ticket, but I don't think I'll go fast. It's acceptable in court." Yes, or I saw that one too. He's saying that like Dr. Robotnik is moved in with him and he's like Look, Sonic, why don't you tell him how you feel? I hate you and everything you stand for and you make me and everyone else in this house mad. And they're like, no, no, you're supposed to say something like you don't do the dishes, so that makes me feel upset. And he's like, oh, you staying here makes me feel upset and angry and I really hate it and I don't like anything about you. And I hope you die. It's like, damn, Sonic, you need a chill pill. So Sonic Boom was essentially a bunch of meme humor in a show. Oh. And that was what made it appealing because it was dumb. The original Sonics were very serious and very cringy. There was Sonic and his chili dog days. The reason I wanted to point this out is like, Something I noticed recently since uh, so actually past Sonic Forces is they've repeated a lot of their old stuff. Well, you know, they're at the point of their career where the next game could bankrupt them. Hmm, fair enough. But, I mean, you're right, but you're also, but like, the reason I say this is because um, I don't know if anyone anyone's seen the comics. I actually haven't, but I remember watching like one of the a saga from the, one of the comics past forces it revolved around a metal virus that turned people into robots yep and it's reminiscent to the old days where the robotization and, thinking... uh, and then they joined up with mega man proto man uh zero x sigma to fight off the male virus don't don't ask is this the monster hunter prime one the monster hunter one no. This is a Monster Hunter one. This was part of the comics. There was a po- there was a part in the comics where Sonic joins forces with X uh, Zero. You're talking about the Archie ones. It wasn't an Archie. It was the literal Sonic team, Junior. I will slap you for that comment. I'm gonna have to find. I'll I'll find that one later. But my point is, they're bringing back like 
the robotization stuff. But also something I want to point out. Did they reveal to us their last episode with this trailer? Maybe. Because this feels like a... Uh, because it's like, one thing I noticed, they didn't show Shadow at all. Like, Shadow's nowhere in this trailer. I'm like, this has to be like their last episode, because... I feel like Eggman having already taken over the world. He's last episode. Basically, Sonic, what is this called? Sonic Prime. It's coming on Netflix December the 15th. December 15th, 2022, correct? Correct. It looks like a great show. I saw a little bit of trailers. I believe there's two trailers out, if I'm not mistaken, right? They Only just two, recently yes. released their second one. Um, People are excited for it. I've seen it on the Twitters. yeah. And um, hopefully, I mean, Netflix has been having some pretty good. Um, Video game. Well, I, some good ap- adaptations, right? Like, I mean, we had obviously Arcane, Cyberpunk. We had, we had the Cyberpunk Edge Runners, and hopefully, the Sonic ones, you know, kind of revive, revives the uh, Sonic franchise, or at least adds a little bit more uh, interest in it, you know, because obviously, you know, it's still this, going. This... This answered my question if they're going to base it off the games, because when they had Sonic Fighting Shadow, I was like, that's cool, but that shouldn't happen, technically. You know what's what I found interesting? And I think they're they're purposely planning this out, because when does Frontiers come out? The 8th of this month. Okay, and then this is December, so about a month later, right? Uh, if you saw on the end of the... I, I, don't, know, I don't know if I saw correctly, but when I was watching the the second trailer, right? They did mention Sonic Frontier, right? At the end of this trailer, yeah. Yeah. So obviously, it's kind of like a like they're they're putting them out at intent or not necessarily in tandem, but almost quite right next to each other, so that it does draw more attention and probably pulls more um, what's it called, focus onto the Sonic franchise, and hopefully they get more sales out of it. Which you I mean, don't think like this is going to take place after the story of Frontiers. I mean, there there is like the whole um, robot thing in Frontiers, right? Well, yeah, but like I'm I'm saying this in like because they had a comic before that was like it was pre Forces, mm-hmm. and then after Forces, they had more comics also. And I say this because it was uh, I just found the comic I was talking about the Metal Virus and Mitsuki. You're wrong. I'm sending you the link right now. I, I doubt it would be like directly after or, at least, or if it is after, then maybe it's something that's not necessarily too tied to the the story because, you know, that, that kind of goes into the spoiler territory, you know what I mean? Hmm. I guess, yeah, but like maybe it's like and it's too chronologically, soon, in my opinion. I guess. But it just like, it would make sense. It wouldn't be out of place if they did. Yeah, I mean, it's it, possible, but... I guess only time will tell when it comes out. We'll we'll find out how good Sonic Frontier is in a month, and then we'll find out how good the show is a month after that. And before it's one of the worst games in the game, you know? One of the worst games. I don't know, man. It, it looks it I looks mean, nice. it, ha- it, it looks okay, but, I mean, how many games looked okay and then when they released? Cyberpunk. Oh, look at it now. <laughs> look at it now. I mean... Yeah, but that's because the developers actually have been working on it. Unlike a sword and game, we can talk about Pokemon, Sword and Shield. Well, Sword and Shield's pretty much already getting cut off. It's been a while. It's been like, what, three, four years? Yeah. But it's appropriate. I have but, my complaints about that game. 
don't we all but also um did you see that one thing where you could uh uh sonic's uh speed can go over level 90 or something like that uh no no you should look it up <laughs> some, uh, i don't know i saw like an article of someone played uh sonic and they're like his speed could go over like level 90 and like they currently had it at level 10 he had already felt fa- like felt fast but apparently it can go up to 90 something or some shit like that you know i personally am trying not to look up spoilers for sonic frontiers <laughs> it's not a spoiler i mean it's not technically but i want to be at least bit surprised but anyways so moving on from sonic i guess um we actually had some news on pokemon they released a new pokemon Yes. Do we really want to go that deep into Pokemon? I mean, can we talk about the trailer? They killed the kid. Yeah, they killed the kid. <laughs> but I guess we'll go into Pokemon. Uh, so the Pokemon announced, you know, just in time for Spooky Week, um, they they announced um, a new Pokemon. How would you guys say? It? Is it Graveyard? Yes. Graveyard. Graveyard. I don't know. It's like a play on Graveyard, I guess. But like it's a breed of dog. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's basically um a, a dog with a candle on its head. It's a ghost type. They've redid Litwick, but a dog. Yeah, it literally looks like a Litwick on its head. A little candle on its head. I honestly thought it was maybe like, hey, the Litwick freaking it's a fusion, man. You you get like a uh what is it? We took uh a mini Growlithe. You think so? It looks like a mad bulldog or not not a bulldog it looks like a mad one but yeah it's a puppy and yeah. uh they in the trailer like they teased it first like the you know like how they've been doing with everything they te- they put up on a twitter they tease something and the following day it comes out right they put up the thing so they teased it like there was ghost pokemon i mean i was gonna say they did it like the zora <laughs> they had like a little trailer dude it, it they've it was, been like, doing that for everything like they did that no but i'm Bell saying Bolt. this like because the zora was like a uh a, it was more spooky i mean I guess so, but yeah, they did that with the uh, they did that with the the monkey. What was that monkey called? Uh, Grafai. That with that, they did that with the belly boat kind of. You know, they they basically they they set up the day one, and then the next day they were they they released the announcement, right? Um, which is so good. I mean, it's working. I mean, here we are talking about it, right? So yeah. they in the trailer where they. They announced it. It's basically like one of the students from the Naranja Academy, one of the two. Um, I think it's the Ghost Club, they called it. Yeah, which, again, they sent this kid out to die. Yeah, he was doing it. That... It was an experiment or like a, like a project, right? Or something like that. Yeah. He was doing Like, I'm looking for um, Ghost, Ghost Pokemon. Pokemon, right? And like they show like Gengar and whatnot. I right? also, he reacts to one of them. It's like, oh, it's just a Mimikyu. Mimikyu can kill you. Yeah. Mimikyu is adorable. Fuck him in his opinion because Mimikyu is one of my favorite Pokemon. Fuck you. No, but like, isn't it that Mimikyu's entire Pokedex entry is if you see underneath it, you die? Yes, Mimikyu Which is like, kills They you. had a Gengar. They had a Mimikyu. What else did they have? I'm, I'm looking up the trailer again. Yeah, so it, it goes up to like this little thing and finally finds the ghost Pokemon it was, it was looking for. It's like, oh, I saw it earlier. I don't know what. And it goes and it sees a little candle that's stuck in the ground and the, the kid walks up to it right and then the little puppy comes out and it's like oh look it's a little puppy cool wow look at you haha cute it's like you want to play fetch and it's like as this little you know story thing is progressing right the little scene 
um, you can hear that the kid is getting kind of winded, right? Yeah. And they, you know, it, it gets a little the stick that it throws and it comes back and tries throwing it again. And at the very end of the trailer, the kid collapses. Right. And he's dead. And he, we don't know what happens, but the screen goes off. Then the dog runs up and starts licking. It licks, it licks the face of the person. Right? Also, yes, it is the Narjuna Academy's ghost type Pokemon club. Yes, the Narjuna <laughs> Academy ghost type Pokemon club. Let's go. They have but, an official club that sends yeah. a kid to die. Let's go. So it, right, the I- reason these guys are saying is it, it's that they sent a kid to die. Because if you actually look at the Pokemon, like I said, I don't know if it's a Pokedex entry or whatever, but the whole gist of this Pokemon is that it sucks the life force out of uh, the things around it. So like, I guess Pokemon and beings alike, um, it sucks the life force of, of things that are around it. So essentially it was sucking the life force out of the kid, which is why it is assumed that the kid was killed. Also, yeah, they went from Mimikyu to Gengar. This kid just casually passed by a Mimikyu and a Gengar. Yeah, Gengar just kind of like, hey, look, look at me. I'm just going to go behind this bush real quick. It looks so weird. Like, it looks so unnatural the way it just kind of walks and it's kind of like, eh, I'm just going to shuffle over here. Well, I think it was I think it was more like hopping. I mean, Gengar flies. Still, but like, it, it looked weird the way he was kind of just like, and it looked real unnatural. It didn't look like fluid. It's kind of weird. Um, That's all about all I have to say. Um, about the Pokemon, it looks cool. Ghost type. I wonder if it has an evolution. Yeah, or... it better. But I hope it does. Cause like this, this Pokemon, I kind of want to add it to the team. I like it. It looks, it looks interesting. Like Lidwick's design, it was like okay, it's a chandelier, whatever. But this is like, it's it's it works. I don't know how it works, but it works. I mean, it looks nice, TBH. But yeah, we'll find out, I guess. Cultist. Yes. You want to knock yours out of the park? Absolutely. Have you got some news for us? And I got some news for us. Time to talk about the Callisto Protocol. God, I I can't speak. Yes, I am fine. I'm not dying. But so will they finally make Callisto a viable champion in League of Legends? I mean, if you listen to ranked, uh, to competitive, she is viable. No, you're wrong. I'm sorry, Mitski, you are wrong. <laughs> well, I'm, I made a joke, Cotus. It's a joke. Hi, okay, okay. But anyways, time to come back to the Callisto Protocol. So, one of two things. It's been banned in Japan already. Let's go. <laughs> let's go, very ballsy move. Yeah, it, they just banned it because of all the gore they plan on adding within the game. And let's be honest, it's pretty ballsy for them to not give a damn about, like, changing it just for Japan. Because, yeah. like, if I'm being honest, as a Dead dead Space player myself, like, as much as I would be like, oh, just suck up to them, who cares? It's essential for it to be, like, as gory as it is because, like, it freaks you out. It's a horror game for a reason. If it doesn't have like that certain element to it, then it it loses what makes it so unique. And in this case, since it's like um a successor to the Dead Space series, mm-hmm. well, one of that is being like all the gore and all the creatures that come with it as well. Yeah. And t- and, and and talking about being very ballsy. 
the director of the game already wants to make a sequel for it. It hasn't... <laughs> it hasn't even been released yet. And they I mean, already... <laughs> ideally, every game wants to have a sequel. Unless... Yes. Yes. Yes, but this hasn't even been released yet. All we have are like news articles and trailers to look at. And it's... I, I, I mean... I, I really... As a developer, like to have something kind of down with the pipeline, like if it is very much like what they're saying, they're speculating it's kind of a Dead Space, uh, I guess successor. They know that their games sell at, with the same formula, so I'm I'm sure they're expecting it to do great. And for the devs to kind of already be hopeful and want a sequel, it's not necessarily that they have or they're already working on it. It's just you know they're kind of positive thinking that they're you know we want we want a sequel i mean who wouldn't want a sequel like if i could make a game and like and i think very strongly like about my ip and i i say hey it's gonna be great you guys are gonna enjoy it you know i want to make a sequel already you know that that's good thinking i mean wishful thinking sometimes but um i mean if they can hope for it i mean hopefully it goes well oh yeah and i absolutely agree because like like just seeing a few trailers already, everything is there. Like, oh my god, it looks amazing. It's just like, beautiful game. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the I've only not seen a single trailer. We'll search them up. We've seen it actually. We watched it here on Gamer Pants together, Junior. Yes, we did. Yes, yeah. We yes, it's the one where they had like regenerating body parts of their. It was when we did the our episode of the, um, was it Gamescon? Ah, yeah. I think so, yes. It was, yeah. Oh, they yeah. they the started releasing more trailers, too. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. Anyways, uh, as I was saying, the game, the game, it looks absolutely amazing. It, it, it looks so wonderful. It's just... The one thing that I'm honestly concerned about is what happens if they add, like, anything different to what was already in Dead Space? What if they changed something? Added a new mechanic? What then? I'm sure it'll sell. Yeah, it will sell, but, like... Like, I I guess my, I'm just over here overthinking it too much. And that's commonplace for me, overthinking everything. Absolutely everything. But yeah. And talking yeah. about the gameplay, uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It looks so amazing. I, I, I literally, <laughs> I've been repeating that word too much now. Yes. Yes. I did that like two but weeks yeah. ago, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I said glorious yeah. too much. Yes. Honestly. I, I really want to make guesses on like the setting and stuff like that because mm, I think it's going to be space setting. Besides that, like honestly, like from what I've seen, I think it's going to be like on a planet used for prisoners for, for all I know. Planet used for prisoners. Yeah, I mean, I have high hopes for it. I mean, it, honestly, like the from what we saw from the trailer, I've seen at least the Games Kong one. Um, it did look again very gory, and it's understandable why Japan's uh, what is it the the zero rating? I'm I'm sure why they would actually want to um ask for kind of changes. It, it's it's a bunch of stuff. I mean, Terraria even Terraria has like um oh yeah their Terraria has... their Moon Lord is different. The the Eye of Cthulhu, the Brain of Cthulhu, they're all different. The the twins are more mech than anything. It's just because they don't want that kind of gory stuff like Brain going and Callisto protocol as what we saw at least from from the trailer that i saw i think we saw two pieces right we saw that one weird 
uh, mutation thing where they they blast the head off and just gore everywhere, right? And then mm-hmm. we saw where I don't know, like I guess someone was being basically going down like a slope and then just gets chopped up by like a a meat grinder, right? A, a la oh, Ergot. Yeah. I, I mean, to to ask them to tone down the gore would be kind of a monumental ask because it's kind of like the core of the game, the the whole gore. It's not like, oh yeah, we just kind of like Tomb Raider. Yeah, two thousand whatever. It's weird, you know, like other games, like like the shooting games, like a, like a PUBG, they can just change the color of the blood or whatnot, right? But this is kind of like heads blown. Yeah, off. we know like, we know what's go. There is no hiding what happened here. Yeah, so it's oh, basically yeah. like it's it's essential. It's a core part of the game. Like even with their whole mutation system, like if you shoot them in the head and it blows up, you still gotta like kill the body kind of, and if you don't kill the body enough like some kind of mutation comes out out of the head and it has a different head like it rips off like a shell essentially so like it's it's kind of hard to do like i don't know how they would pull it off and i i think that goes to why they would say well then you know it it, i'm sorry but we're just gonna have to discontinue it and that's what they did they 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 said that blister protocol for japan is discontinued this is coming from the country that introduced the war to tentacle hentai like let, let's be honest here, not exactly the greatest moral high ground, and all the copious amounts of order stuff they have. I, I my opinion, it's just a little. What is it? Uh, in bad taste, I guess is the way I put it. Oh well. You're complaining about the game for this, but you have a book that's literally war crimes. The book. And you allowed that to be out. I, I don't know, man. Is it a book with pages? Yes. Well, call images, I guess. Yes. Yes. You're just gonna go oh, look shit. it up and buy it. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, Speaking of buying it, uh, people, did you guys see that? There, people are already trying to look, or, or were already asking, like on on Twitter and stuff, underneath the replies to the the official Calista Protocols announcement of the Japan cancellation. Um. People were asking or they were wondering if they were like if the English version was going to have um, Japanese language settings, I guess, so they can just purchase that anyways, you know, and play it. You know what? They should just remove the Japanese voice settings and be like, we would have the Japanese voice setting, but since Japan is banned and we have decided not to add those to save on the extra cost to put into more blood and gore. Well, see, here's the thing. If they were already working on a Callisto protocol to be put out, they probably already have the language settings. I mean, if, if they've already worked on that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it could be very possibly, or it could be very possible that they already have the voiceovers, the Japanese voiceovers. So it wouldn't mm-hmm. be too much. And if they do, then that would open up the the Japanese market. The purchase. Yeah, it would open up the market to people who would want to enjoy the the game in the uh, Japanese. I'm just one of those people who enjoys the shitty dubs over subs because they make the game so much better. That's just me, though. Yeah, well, that's why they want the dub. They want it in Japanese language, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, there you go. It would be good for you. You couldn't play with the Japanese language, but it's okay. No, I mean, I would play with the shitty English voice acting, oh, okay. and I'd be happy with it. Because it make the game funnier. Not everyone knows English. So what's up, uh, Cultus? I know you had another thingy. 
other than that, it's basically a repetition of last episode. At Resident Evil Village is on Mac, and they're saying that it's bringing back Mac gaming. I see this as obviously fake. This air is, quotes. This is air quotes. Air, air quotes. This is a lie. Do not get any hopes. You're a daily PSA. Hopes. Apple will never provide you a good computer Mac, for gaming. Mac gaming is coming online, guys. No, it, it only took what thirty years. It's a lie. <laughs> to celebrate Apple's new Resident Evil Seven being able to play it. They're releasing the new Big Mac Burger and MacBook combo. When you buy a MacBook, <laughs> you can get a free Big Mac. Imagine. the other way around. You you buy your MacBook, right? And, and... No, that's what I said. You Hold get on. a free Mac. No, no, you buy a MacBook, right? And then they'll give you a coupon for a Big Mac. Yeah. If I told you that I got a free Big Mac... Honestly, it might be more profit to do it the other way around. <laughs> you buy a Big Mac and you get a MacBook, they get rid of stock. Hey, hey cultist, would you take a free Big Mac? I've already <laughs> done one. You got a free Big Mac? I've already done one. Big Mac. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> we'll see. Hey, yo, we open up a burger stand and call it the Mac Daddy. We got sued day oh, one. No. <laughs> we got we got sued by both Apple and McDonald's. Our logo be cultist with his Robux. You know, I <laughs> so, you know. Right now. I no, we, I mean we name it M A C K, right? Mac, like the original Mac. You know, yes. Mac Daddy. Mike. Okay, I just want to say I'm. I am mad at myself for remembering that I watched the YouTube video of someone making a Big Mac into a sushi. I think I know what you're talking about, but yeah. That sounds weird. Please don't. <laughs> Anyways, moving on from that, I think you were done with that, correct? Or no? Yes. Okay, Absolutely we're done with not. the Mac. We're done with Callisto Protocol. Um, I had one on Dragonflight. Oh, okay, let's talk about Dragonfly, and then I'll cover mine real quick. Mine's not that long. Apparently, because WoW is trying to repair their credit, they did some UI changes to to their skill tree, and let's see if I can get this. It's terrible? Is that it, what it is actually terrible. Uh, I don't know. You know, I'm posting in general chat so you can take a look. Mm -hmm. This is what it currently looks like. This is, the ch this is what they'll looking at with mm -hmm. the skill trees yeah what, what what's going on do you work from the bottom up or do you work down up you walk from the middle huh you what? walk from the middle and then expand outwards well sense. i think he's asking do you start at the top or go bot or oh uh, uh no i meant so like... you start with that one skill at the very top of the tree near the mage points yes you start from the top and okay. then you start moving downward. But it looks so bad. Like, I mean, to be fair, it kind of, it, it doesn't really matter how it looks. It, it's, uh, honestly, it looks better than the current one. I fucking hate, wow, that is the one, I'm pretty sure I've talked to you guys about it. I hate when they changed WoW to cater to the the masses, like the casual gamer. I, I love me some hybrid builds. You guys know, you guys see me in Terraria. I play hybrid sometimes, right? I love hybrid builds because I love skill expression or, or like just build expression, right? Like I had fucking 
the best. What happened with League with the runes? Yes, I I loved old runes, uh, the old rune pages with League, um, with the glyphs and whatnot and quintessences and all that. I love that. Um, old um, WoW had the three, obviously the three trees, right? But you could still go oh, yeah. like half and half, or you didn't have to go all the way to the bottom of one of them, right? Or even when you did, you could still be like, you know, it could be like, um, like a druid could be what was it like freaking balance feral or whatever, right? It is different, right? So, like, I had like this really cool kind of um, healing build where I was just enough in the healing to keep me alive, but I also had the balance uh, enough in the balance tree to keep me um, in the the runnings for some DPS, right? So people would PV or one v one me, right? I, they would they would uh, what is it called? Duel me, and dude, I I would never die. Obviously, like that's the the whole druid thing. But when I would fight other druids, it's just like tree versus tree. But I was able you would deal to do too much damage. I would able to out DPS their healing. Um, and and it's basically, yeah. So my I guess my services were highly sought after sometimes because I could fill in as a DPS while, you know, doing like raid heals because my raid heals were good enough and I was fast enough with with if I fucking I I would literally use hotkeys for everything. So just I I would keep my fucking raid topped up with dot i mean with hots and put out some dps still some decent dps not like amazing but enough to be on the charts right so i love that right and then when they when was it was it the mr pandaria or something like that or was it cataclysm uh, no. Cataclysm. i fucking hated when they went over to cataclysm the... went over to uh simplify the classes and then mr pandaria made sure to put the dagger in them and say we're northing everything and making it streamlined like, yeah. I hated that, dude. They, they basically was like, uh, you know, we're going to make it easier for casual players. And I'm like, sure, I'm all for having more people join. But like, you don't like you basically nixed like a big portion because I, I know the people, a lot of people in the guild that I wasn't hated it. And a lot of us just stopped playing after that. Like, honestly, I, I played a little bit of Pandaria and Cataclysm. It's just kind of like, eh. like I was still there, but it's kind of like. uh, Just running through the. um motions basically it, it was not my favorite thing and and i hated it honestly because when they went over to that with that whole oh you literally just pick a certain spell at level freaking 10 or whatever the hell it is nowadays like 10 20 30 you get another spell i'm like dude no that's so boring like i i'm like sure you gotta read a little bit more but like if i want to add like freaking five percent damage uh, over time to this spell over like a freaking chance for it to be crit like sure like i'll, I'll want that five percent chance like sure like it, it would make a difference in the long run it's what makes builds your own right so yeah if, if essentially it killed in my opinion it killed the whole like the feeling of being unique as a class right yeah it, that's that's, um, a, that's big reason why i went over to um what was the other game called rift because rift i don't know if you guys ever played it but they had like they literally had you had like freaking two classes to pick up and there was like 10 different classes. So I was like a, a warden cabalist, I think, or something like that. Like the, so I basically do healing and damage over time, which obviously I, I guess I have a thing for healing slash damage over time and control mages. I love control mages. But yeah. To add to that, yes, everyone's going to be able to log into Dragonfly with a preset build. Mm -hmm. They'll hope they haven't explained much about the talent system. But it seems that they might be going towards customizability rather than 
generalization. Customization over generalization. Yeah. Hmm. So, you know, like people would actually be able to build what they wanted and what they thought rather than everyone gets the same cookie cutter build. I hate cookie cutter builds, bro. They're also changing it so Torrens. Tor- any race can be a priest, a rogue, or a mage. You know, I heard about that they were opening up certain roles or certain classes for more races. And I always said, like, I'll, I'll say again, any game that still has race lock is a stupid game. I don't know, man. Because it... Doesn't it, it's... Final Fantasy do that? No. They did. They got away with that? Either? They I... never had it. I, I know why they do it, and I, I feel like it adds a little bit more to the lore. Like basically, like like not everything is gonna be uh, mage heavy, you know. And I hope they do that. Like for the right MMO, like I hope they do something similar. Like if there's classes and all that, like I hope they they do lock some between races because it's not like it's part of the lore of the world that not all places know or have the same advancements. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like. Why can't I be a uh, fucking uh, deadbeat rogue in fucking Piltover? Like, for example, like, you're always going to have bad people. You're always going to have people who are sketchy as fuck. Let me be a deadbeat rogue trying to steal from people in Piltover. But to that, like, you know, what, what example. Is, who cannot be a rogue in, in WoW based on racist? Draenei, at, the to- at this time of writing, Draenei cannot be a rogue. Well, I mean, aren't they like some kind of like weird fucking virtuous people? If I remember nope. correctly, I could be wrong. They're the ones who get paladin and priest, but they also have warlocks. They also had Kill Jaden and his whole crew. So clearly, warlocks, clearly, Draenei can be evil and such. And a rogue isn't always evil. But Draenei are kind of like bulky, kind of like wonky looking. I don't know. It's like asking a half giant, well, not half giant, but like asking like a freaking weird. No, Draenei aren't bulky. The female Draenei. Well, I guess not female, but they look like more like bulkier things, right? <sighs> a bit. Like they look more muscular. <laughs> like Draenei females look like they could kick some ass. I'm just saying. But like a rogue isn't always evil. A rogue isn't always a scoundrel. Probably a him. rogue is a person, essentially a hitman, a thief, a con or someone who's looking out for themselves. Hitman, thief, con artist. Those are all pretty evil in my book, man. I don't know. <laughs> but they're not all evil. I mean, they can also be uh, normal people. Like, they don't have to uh, always be it. Like, a few rogues in the D&Ds make livings as locksmiths, investigators, killing animals and shit. Mm-hmm. Because they're really good at their jobs. They're really good at getting in and doing what they need to. Yeah. So it's not like it's a dishonest trade. But the point is just like, you know, why can't this class that make it makes sense for like for example, why can't an orc be a priest? That's a tough one, but I mean it's you just know. like like looking at orcs. Like what 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 do orcs like or just in general, not necessarily wild orcs, but what are they known for? You know what I mean? Brutal force, no magic. Brute force, Ungabugar. 
why could um, Illidan be possessed by the light and shit if fail creatures can't, you know, feel the light? If the light isn't everything, then that means orcs can become priests. And it makes sense. You know? But uh, it's it's at least some creativity for WoW. So, you know, hopefully moving forward, WoW enjoy this new expansion not being a piece of shit expansion. I hope for them. With Are the people starting form- to say Shadowlands is a good expansion? Expansion no, that's now. the wow. That's the wow. Copium. They oh. will always say the last expansion is was pretty good. Mister Pandaria was a perfect example of people saying Mister Pandaria sucked, and then the Warlords of Drain will happen. Everyone was like, you know, second dot. Mister Pandaria was okay. Mister Pandaria sucks. I would still say that, and I would I'll defend that. To well, the grave. you actually have a reason to say that. Yeah. Because it's where your baby uh, died. If you're wondering, it's because he lost all the ability to be uh, different. And all his custom builds. Yeah, I don't know, I still played it after that, but... It kind of just like, okay. The Cataclysm. Anyways. I, I, I'm always down to play. I know you guys are strapped sometimes. But I know Mitsuki hates WoW because he hates WoW. I mean, I get it. I, I get that Blizzard is a shitty company. I had a bad experience with WoW because I used to be part of a team that did heroic runs on uh, Orgrimmar mm-hmm. during the raiding period of that time. And it all fell apart because of a rumor because one person knew the raid better than the raid leader. And that person got mad and decided to excommunicate them and spread rumors. And one thing led to an order. And my enjoyment of that game died out. Plus, mm. I also played Rogue during Warlords of Draenor and Mr. Pandaria. And if you knew anything about Rogue, we got shafted during those times. It was hell. It sucked. And the game was near unplayable. Don't worry. Hey, quick, quick question. Um... I, I was on some of like the reddits or something like that. Did they kill like the I haven't really kept up with WoW that much, but did they kill the the what do they call it? The uh, twinks or whatever, like the level 20s in Battlegrounds? No, as far as I know, they still oh, are dang. I, I remember someone was saying something about that. Like they're like they're crying. They might they be killed. Their... They might be killed off. Dude, I loved Battlegrounds. I don't know what's going on. Here. Oh, uh, they are bringing they are bringing solo queue for battlegrounds, like a solo playlist, mm. free for all, essentially. Yeah, Junior, you never did them with me. I know, I know, we played uh, WoW a little bit, but you never did them to me. But battlegrounds are basically like PvP. Um, yeah, as a rogue, rounds, I was basically. as a rogue, I was contractually obligated to play uh, PvP. There was different ones that kind of like a capture the flag, king of the hill kind of things. Uh, what else was there? I don't know. They were pretty cool. Um, Rift had them too. They were pretty cool, but honestly, Rift kind of died. Um, I don't remember why it died. You might like Final Fantasy uh, Battlegrounds a lot I, more um, because they changed it a lot. Like now, it's a lot of active hunting. It's very simple, but there's still enough variety, and it's very hunt focused. Like if you don't know what you're doing. 
you can literally have your entire team wipe. Like, my friend was playing, and he plays a black mage. They did not focus the black mage, and you can imagine what happened to the enemy team. Like, I've played, like, a good amount of Final Fantasy. Like, I got, like, probably got a thousand hours on Final Fantasy or more. Um, it's, it's a good game, but I also feel like it's kind of too generalized as far as, like, the professions. Like, you can basically do everything, and that's cool and all, but, like, it doesn't feel as rewarding because you can do everything, in my opinion. And and on the contrary with the, the uh, classes, like, sure, there's the subclasses, and that's cool. Well, no, those the classes, the main class, you can, you can level them on, you know? Yeah, like the whole job system, that's, that's, that's you know, kind of a, a Final Fantasy thing, right? Which is cool and all, but I also feel like, like, I don't feel special as, like, you know, as going as a bard. Like, I get that there's things, but there is a very, very, very streamlined kind of rotation you gotta do. Not anymore. They separate a lot of the classes. Know, like, like... Like, there's enough difference. Unless they change it, like, the past, uh, I think I played maybe last... Endwalker. This is Endwalker now. I played with Endwalker. Um, uh, it, it just didn't okay. seem as... You played at level 90, right? Uh, probably. But it just it just seems okay. weird. Like, the whole game feels um, kind of boring, in the combat, at least. Like, it doesn't I feel as... I understand that. You know what I mean? Like, it, it just kind of feels yeah, really repetitive not too much of a challenge at times your main purpose of Final fantasy is to memorize your damage rotation your rotations yeah um i will say however if you're playing warrior or the tank classes you have some of the most fun in the game and see those are my least favorite classes warrior <laughs> so warrior is hilarious because you don't need a healer mm-hmm. i watched my friend on release of endwalker Solo run every heroic dungeon by themselves with the three damage dealers being mm-hmm. like, I don't need a healer. I'm just going to do this with three DPSs. <laughs> Fuck the healer. That's right. less DPS. And he <laughs> would get mad at the healer if they started healing him saying, no, just DPS. <laughs> that That is hilarious. Did they fix that? No, it's still a thing you can do. Oh, God. Yeah, that feels like an intentional flaw in the game. It's because of how Warrior works. They have huge HP pools, and their skills are basically like damage reduction, you, damage reduction, damage you reduction. You do more damage, and you heal for that damage done. Uh, and there it then is. your he- your damage can heal allies. You can heal allies with your own stuff, and then you have stuff like shake it off, and then you can protect your allies and shit like that. Paladins, less so, but they can do the same thing. So he just has fun pulling these huge mobs of like a hundred, like 20 to 30 mobs, and then just fighting them and healing his team back up to full. So let me understand this correctly. They have a class that can deal damage and heal allies, and they don't think that's broken? No. That's what's a lot about the enemies in the game. Well, it's more about that class specifically. It is one of the developers' favorites, in my opinion. But like going back to the WoW thing, like yeah, I'm always down to play WoW. Um, because I mean, first of all, it's like a nostalgic thing. Um, uh, the subscription and, is what hurts. Yeah, the subscription. But like, remind me, guys, after this, I I signed up for what's that game that I was for? Embers Adrift. 
I haven't played more than the freaking I killed one mob and that's all I played. It seemed really slow, but it everything I read about it was saying that you need to play as a group and that kind of I mean I was just like, okay, well Is it a that. subscription based game? It's exactly like well, you buy the premium thing and then you play subscription, pay a subscription. So it's exactly like it. So I, I need to You're cancel it. asking a lot for me to pay a subscription to a new MMO. Yeah. You are really pushing the envelope there. Like, WoW and Final Fantasy are well established. So them asking me to pay money, fine. Yeah. Is Rift still alive by any chance? Does anyone know? No. They shut down those servers a long oh, time ago. Unfortunate. But yeah, I, I really want to play Dragonflight. I think I told you guys several times, but because like I want to play an MMO, a good MMO, and I know WoW. I want to play you know, MMO with, too. With but... all of its issues, WoW is still a really great MMO, in my opinion. I know Junior, you played a little bit. I don't think we did much. No, like, honestly, I don't think we scratched the surface of what we got we to. Like, start, level, I think like, we 30. just got started like doing actual dungeons, and it was more like just the dungeon um, finder. I'm like, what am I doing? You just are. Oh yeah, my yeah, god! That's one thing I also hated about. Uh, wow is once they introduced a dragon dungeon finder they kind of killed the whole social aspect of it which is what mmos well, were for Final Fantasy does the dungeon finder fine and uh, it works really well and people are still able to make friends and do communities and shit yeah but it's, it's not as much you know what i mean like before you had to actually like type in freaking trade chat like hey looking for something there, nobody uses the looking for group chat which was kind of like eh. which is like i think the the kind of introduction of dungeon finder kind of killed that aspect of mmo because even when you look at um uh what's the one we're playing uh lost ark you have to like get a guild right and you're it, it leads it up to your guild doing your runs together you know and then you're like oh well we're gonna have to pug it and people are always like bad about yeah we're going to pick up group like you don't get any repercussions for being a shitty person in a group because you could just leave and your your whole team's just stuck like okay well we need to find another one right but when you have that kind of like ass like the whole um social aspect you you build you have to kind of build a bond and then if you're like shitty like a shitty person in there not necessarily like hey you don't have like the skill like if you're just like shit like you know you just have a bad attitude about things or you just like leave and you have a reputation for leaving that reputation goes around and then people don't invite you you know so so like it's a deterrent, you know. As, but that's in my why party final is good because sometimes you have to leave because of emergency. Like yeah, well, emergency kid. is fine. Like you, you, if you type it out, you know, like hey, I have to leave an emergency. Right. Well, no, like, uh, I knew these guys who got mad at a friend of mine because yeah, but essentially I mean, they had to leave to take their kid to a hospital because they started puking, uh-huh. and the dad freaked the fuck out. He said. He didn't know what to do, so he just was like, hospital. Yeah, and then that's when you go to the hospital, and then whenever you come back, like a fucking week or something later, you explain the situation, right? It's a social aspect. Well, they apparently the didn't school. do that. They spread rumors. Yeah, well, the rumors are rumors, and then that's just, that's whatever. And right? he tried to explain it, but, you know, some people then are just going to be In dicks. that case, I'm pretty sure the individual because... probably had other instances. Like, it, Oh, it no, I know they had other incidents, and I know that... Then that explains it. There you go. And then so then it's kind of... They were also pretty good at supporting you actually sat down to talk to them. Yeah, well, you had to take the time to talk to them, right? So that's on them, kind of, in my opinion. If they they don't... If they have a bad reputation beforehand, then that's them. That's exactly what I'm saying, that 
it's kind of a deterrent to kind of deter people to be less dicks. You know, they have to be less of an asshole in the game. And overall, I think it was like, like once a dungeon finder went in, like I could literally see the community just falling apart. Like, like it's just nobody talks anymore. No one says anything. Everybody just flames one another. It's just kind of like, oh, you just immediately kick or people just leave the team because there is not much of a repercussion. You you could just queue back up and boom, new thing. You know, you don't have to spend that whole, you know, 30 minutes to an hour trying to find a new group. So you just click a button and you're good. So people, it basically, it's an enabler to people to be shittier, in my opinion. And mm, I think I it's really so. see it that way, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what I don't really like about it. And to like what Junior was saying, we went into the dungeon and like for a new person, like just like what am I doing? And people just run in, zerg it, don't say anything. Like there's like nothing. There's not even like a GG or a thanks or anything. Uh that's I've always said GG because I always feel or yeah, I'll explain just... something or shit because I always feel like if you're gonna sit there lost and confused, you're gonna wonder what's going on. Yeah, and I've seen it too, where we're like, "Hey, when we're, this is my first time doing this, people just leave. They're like, we don't want a pers- person. Like, honestly, even if it's like a really easy dungeon that you know someone could probably solo, they're like, this is my first time. Like, they just would rather not explain. They just this buy. is my first time, Yamate, and they just they just, they just leave. leave. Yeah, <laughs> so it, it's just overall bad in my opinion. It is that's why Final Fantasy introduced the uh, first time rule. Which was actually pretty good, my opinion. Essentially, if you play with force timers, you get increased rewards. You have like a, someone that's like a mentor or something like that, yeah. Which actually did matter. And it was nice because it's like, you know, people are willing to sit there and explain it because they're like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll get more resources or more XP with our force time. Mm hmm. And I think WoW fucked up by just making it like whatever and not actually putting time and investment into it. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm I'm still down to play Dragonflight, but um, I guess that's all I wanted to say about that. I don't know if you have I'm sorry. Else. The fully aspect of the Dragonflight is kind of what puts me off from it. If it wasn't Wait. them, I would be more open to wanting to play WoW or maybe giving it a try again. But this yeah. time in NA... Because I played your EU, just that's a by the way. So to to kind of wrap things up, I want to just cover two little things because we are already an hour and almost a half. Really quickly, uh, there was two things that I wanted to cover. The first thing is the Fallout TV series by Amazon. Um, we kind of first heard about TV it. Shows. More TV shows. Yay! We should have done this year. better and actually... If, they're, if they aren't eating fucking hoarding Nuka-Cola like I did in Fallout then they're not playing Fallout correctly. And I will send an angry letter. So we first heard about it back in 2020, right? Um, and yep. apparently they began production this year. And since they have the 25th anniversary of Fallout going on, uh, Bethesda has been like putting out little videos of Fallout um, pretty consistently, right? And on one of them, or actually a couple of days ago, they posted up on the Twitter, they posted up a... Um, a picture right like the first look that we got at these the tv series and it was essentially just a, a picture of like the vault right and the silhouette in, in in the middle of the the vault door and then like couple like i think it was like three or four people standing out there with the, the little suits on right and it looks like to be vault 33 because the the people the suits have the 33 on the back so um not much there uh to look at right 
Um, but then they also released a video. Um, it kind of had like this kind of like a interviewee kind of type thing where they're talking to um, several of the Bethesda's uh, top peoples, right? And one of them being Todd Howard. And he was talking about how he always wanted to bring the follow IP to television, right? And how it was always just, it didn't feel like the right time or whatnot, right? And then he discussed of how he wants uh, Jonathan Nolan to be part of it, right? So then <laughs> they cut over to um, the pic- or, uh, a part of him. Basically, they're like, hey, yeah, like, like they're like, tell us about um, uh, Fallout. And he's like, what's Fallout? I don't know, Fallout or whatever, right? And they hand him a Nuka-Cola. And they're like, oh, Fallout, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he basically explains like how he you know, got to work on, on uh, Fallout. But he's basically, if you guys don't know Jonathan Nolan, he's part of, um, he's a writer on uh, Westworld, Interstellar, and he also does um, Dark Knight, which all great um, films slash um, shows. And uh, he's basically working on the Fallout adaptation as a writer, director, and executive producer. And that's all we know about it so far. So hopefully, I don't think we have an actual date of when it's going to come out. I mean, if it just started production earlier this year, then, you know, you got some time to go, I think. And hopefully, they take I mean, your time with it. I mean, Fallout's a, good, a series with lots of story and personality. Fallout's great. So. Yeah, Fallout's great. I love Fallout. Um, so they Fallout probably... is great. I just wish the developers would actually patch it and fix the bugs instead of shipping oh. it out as is sometimes. Fallout 76. It was a different story, but the other Fallouts have been pretty great. Fallout 4 had bugs too. Don't fucking try it out with me, bitch. But I loved it. I played we it. We all love Fallout at some point. Exactly. They're features. I've seen videos and it seems like a fun game. But moving on, because that's all I wanted to say about the Fallout TV series. Uh, the other thing was, uh, I think, uh, Phil Spencer, Microsoft's uh, CEO of Microsoft Gaming, uh, basically talked about rising prices um, with the whole Xbox. Oh, um, yeah. Versus, yeah, basically. Um, he was speaking at a conference uh, earlier this week, and he basically said that he does think that at some point they're going to have to raise the prices on certain things, but that during this holiday season, uh, they want to maintain the prices as they are. Right. And he basically uh, said that, you know, they've held their prices on consoles, games, subscriptions. And that he doesn't think they'll they'll be able to do that, you know, forever. And oh. so basically they didn't give any details on what I'm pretty sure. I don't know if you know if they have anything planned, but I mean, he did mention that they've held prices on consoles, games and subscriptions. So my money was on subscriptions. I think one of you guys said when we're discussing it, I think yesterday, the day before yesterday was games. I'm like looking at this now when I looked in, like I took a deeper dive and just thinking about it. And I thought about his quote that was consoles, games, subscriptions. I was like, what if it's all of them? It could be all of them because let's be honest. That's scary. The Xbox Game Pass is very cheap for what you get from it. Yes. Especially when they acquire Activision. Mm-hmm. It's going to be you're going to get all the Modern Warfare and Call of Duty games for ten bucks. I mean, you got the EA things on there right now. Like even just that is is a lot too. And if you really think about ten bucks, is a lot. Is not a lot of asking price. Mm-hmm. You literally forget about it. You pay ten bucks. What I think they're going to do is they're going to increase that price to fifteen twenty dollars, and then they're going to go for the games and the consoles. And up those prices along with Xbox Live is probably gonna be fifteen dollars. 
now instead of 10 or 20, you know? Yeah. Something that's acceptable, but not too big to Dale to most people to make them immediately drop off the face of the wolf. Yeah, like I would say, like, like at least a, a $2 hike would be, you know, decent. I'll still get them a lot of money, but you know, we never know. And maybe it's just the consoles too, once the consoles come out, because I don't know. I really don't know. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't think games in particular like that doesn't seem like. Uh, um, well, you always see it with some games charging sixty nine ninety nine. Yeah, Wolf two price point. But yeah, Mom Wolf two being a perfect example of that. I think honestly, we're gonna start seeing sixty nine ninety nine being the new price point, with fifty nine ninety nine and forty nine ninety nine being real yeah. Nintendo quality probably. But I guess we'll just have to see. Uh, so we'll see what time next year. I'm pretty sure it's going to be something next year because the fact that he said yep. it's holiday season, you know, it probably means like it's probably early or mid next year. They're going to probably hike those things back up. And he's making the kids happy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, so that's about all we have for news. Uh, so you guys want to talk, talk about what game. you've been playing in a few minutes or less or something? Yeah, yes. I, I've um, been playing. Um, well, I guess I'll let those go first. I'll go last. Okay. Okay, oh. I, I guess I'll do it. Sure. I've just been playing Shin Megami Tensei Five, and that's it. Nothing. SMT Five. What's your thoughts on it? I love it. I don't know why I decided to do hard mode my very first playthrough. That's it. That's Let's that's go. what we do around here. You give us the hard mode update as you progress. But I love SMT. SMT's good good franchise. Yes. I haven't played it in a while though, but it's good. Junior, what do you got? I mean I guess I think I got into Pokemon Unite again this week, so Pokemon Unite. We played a couple matches, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. I'm down to play right now after this if you guys are down. Well I'm going on my walk after this. Please. I'm down to play after this. Uh Coltis if you're done. Absolutely. I just need to wash a dish or two. Honestly, let me get started with that now really quickly. And um, our our Tawawia run is kill. Oh, yeah, we finished Terraria or not actually finished. It's just we we found there was some issues with the two of the mods we clashed. So it basically made our progression uh unprogressible. We were basically at end game, so it's yeah. whatever. It's what usually happens to our Terraria playthrough. We start off strong. And we finish kind of weak, and people fall off throughout the playthrough. We get new people joining all the time, but yeah. We should probably let them know that the run is kill. But two, I mean, Skitch is playing right now, I think. Um, but two weeks is kind of nice for Terraria, right? Yeah. Took us that long. I was also out of commission basically all last week, or all this week. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Oh. What you got, Mitsuki? Um, I've been. I decided to revisit. Digimon uh, Detective. Digimon Cyber Sleuth Story? Yes. And honestly, I've been enjoying it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's been a really good experience. It's been enjoyable. I, like I do like the story. I do like the combat style. Though it's a couple of Pokemon feeling, but you know, at yeah. the end of the day, it's pretty nice. I will say that I... I hate to say this, but... I actually had more fun in Digimon Cyber Sleuth Story than in Digimon Survive. <laughs> Even though yeah, Digimon Survive is a tactics game. That's because Digimon Cyber Sleuth actually lets you evolve, actually has a feeling of combat system and interactive gameplay. 
it's just the the, the battle is so slow even for a tactics game it's so slow uh you can know, you finish the game oh it's cyber uh, i mean uh survive survive no i i actually i'm not that even far into it i'm probably chapter like four or something not even probably three how many chapters are there i have no idea but it, it's i i am early game i 100 percent guarantee i am early game not even oh, mid game yeah. chapters maybe 13 or something but i am early dude so i don't know but uh, cyber sleuth was pretty fun I, I did i didn't beat cyber sleuth but i did play 12 chapters there you go i was close with 13 so i'm probably like three or four so i'm not even a quarter in um i probably played i don't know like 30 40 hours of cyber sleuth pretty fun it's an enjoyable experience mm-hmm. a little closer to the older games uh, is that all you've been playing? It's okay. Uh, I've been playing that and uh, Tower Fantasy Tower still. Fantasy, the new, the new expansion or whatever. Yeah, they actually are a little concerned because the word that not so many people are playing the game anymore and the word that the game is going to die. Mm-hmm. And it's understandable, but a lot of it is their own fault. They did not future-proof the game. It, it kind of they they got the whole new world. Um, well, end game you have a lo- you have end game content you have end game shit. Yeah, but like, is it just a repeat of what it was early? Yeah, like, you much. were just logging on daily, doing your tasks, maybe doing the story. And then... as they made to hide it, it's a gotcha game, Junior. That's it. the gameplay loop is gonna be like that. Yep. Every new expansion, they drop a new character. You just log in, do your dailies, get some uh, currency to roll, get those rolls. And well, the main issue is like it is a gotcha game, but it's trying not to be a gotcha game. Mm-hmm. But then the it feels like there's two developers at work: one who wants to actually tell a story and work on it, and one, one guy game. who's just saying, you know, like, give me my uh, gotcha money. game, give me my money for my gotcha game." That's kind of what got like it felt like I was playing a mobile game that it really should have had the quality of a phone of like a PC game. I mean, it's a mobile game. It is. <laughs> it is. But like, but like I did, it had the uh, logging in feeling of a mobile game. And that's what eventually leads me to drop. Like I've silently dropped Sonic Runners because of it, because it felt like I was just logging yeah. in daily. That's exactly routine. why I stopped playing um, Nina Kuni uh, Worlds, whatever apart or whatever the fuck it was called. And that one's technically an MMO. So, like, why it does feel like a uh, gotcha game, the story, the fact that you can do as many bosses as you want, still collect the reward, the fact that there's a lot of exploration to do that isn't tied to the gotcha, the mm-hmm. fact that, you know, some of the events are 24-hour wait time, but they put events that go throughout the entire day. It's like they don't want you to be a gotcha game, but it's too... Two people clashing in ideology. They're trying to hide the fact that it's a gotcha game. Uh, I don't think it is trying to hide the fact it is a gotcha game. It's just that it feels like they'll give you a bunch of free opportunities, get everything you need. And then on the other hand, one or developer's like, no, no, this outfit's going to be gotcha only. You can only get for gotcha, 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 gotcha. And That's then the developers release something else. To counter that point. Yeah. Well, 
I've been playing two things. I've been playing a little bit more of, well, I guess three things. I've been playing a little bit more of um, Triangle Strategy. Um, pretty good game so far. I've, I, I played in little bursts because one, I didn't have much time to do stuff this week. I was literally working like 12 hour, 13 hour shifts. Um, um, whenever I play it, I, I do like one battle and that's about it. And I just, I just get the urge to play either Tactics Ogre or Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. And, you know, I'm like, I got to put this down. So not much to say about that other than that I played a little bit. And then uh, recently, uh, I think yesterday or the day before yesterday, I got um, the day before yesterday, I got um, Star Ocean, the Divine Force. And Star Ocean is um, one particular game, at least my favorite um, game of all time. And I played that with you guys. Um, but I have some concerns about uh, this one. Uh, obviously, the battle system is a little bit weirder, a little bit different. Uh, mostly, like if you've played other games, like let's say, um, what's the one? Less Hope, right? Yes. You essentially have like, you can do auto attacks all you want. And you have like a little bar that fills up as you kind of just are in battle. Um. And this one, it's kind of weird because there's this uh, A, I think it's AP, right? I think the ability point or something like that. I don't know. It's an action AP. Points. Yeah, action point system. Um, and basically, all your attacks, like even if you're a little auto attack, is an action. So it, it either takes one or two um, action points, right? And it's kind of weird because you start off with five normally. So you can just do like five things, which is one you know, combo like an XXX or something like that. So you just like three three button combo and that's it. Um, there is like a skill tree. I don't know how I feel about the skill tree because it basically shows you all the skills that you can use. I'm hoping maybe there's some hidden skills you can get. Um, I have not seen the crafting system, if there is or even is one, but I mean, it's Star Ocean. What would it be without a crafting system? I'm waiting uh -huh. to see Welch, right? <laughs> she has to be in there. If, not, if she's not in there... I am going to put the game down. Um, that's all, always been one of my favorite aspects of it, the crafting system. Um, I had a little little, little gripes of, of the game. I haven't played much. I'm, I'm literally pretty early on into the story. I've killed like the first boss and that's about it. Um, I just got the, back to the, like, the second town or something, like the mining town. That's all I've played. Um, but um, I had some issues with like the lip sync. It kind of seems out of place, but I'm assuming that's just kind of like, because it was like synced for a different language. Probably like a Japanese language. I, I can spoil the crafting system for you if you want. Uh, I'm I'm good. Well, but, you um, just spoiled it. You just no. I said I can. Like I can give him an answer if there is or isn't. Uh, I can look that up, but it's okay. Um, okay. there was a little bit with like the animation. I mean, it, it's freaking 2022, and we still have uh hair clipping through parts of clothing and stuff. Like, come on, guys, get it together. They're never gonna have that. I know it's difficult because I've done. Some of that myself, but I mean, I'm sure um, I'm a little not even indie dev. I'm like an indie indie dev um, with no capabilities whatsoever nowadays. But I um, mean, come on, I'm sure we can work something out there, right? And uh, overall, it seems kind of cool. It makes me dizzy though because it moves real fast. Uh, the whole streamlined uh, battle system, interesting, yes, but for some reason, it just makes me like if I sprint, it, it makes me kind of go dizzy, right? Um, the whole flying thing, it's kind of wonky because you can't really aim too high. 
but you kind of got to work with it. I don't know. It, it probably gets you. It's takes some getting used to. And the whole blindsiding thing seems really easy for me. It's kind of weird. So I find myself using uh, what's it called again? The Duma. Duma. There you go. I find myself using Duma, I think, too much in battle. But whatever. I like zorbing around. It reminds me of uh, Final Fantasy 15's, um like dashing around. It's kind of weird. But I'm sure I'll get used to it just like I got used to Final Fantasy 15. And the very last thing I want to talk about it is um, You Are Loved. Yes, that is the, <laughs> that is like uh, the greatest thing. Tsuki doesn't know what we're talking about because he wasn't here, but essentially like one of the early cutscenes. You're like talking to, I mean, a little minor spoiler alert. You're like on the phone with someone, right? And like, obviously, if you don't know Star Ocean, you're like on this other planet, right? Where you're like, uh, like kind of an underdeveloped planet that doesn't know about space travel. Underdeveloped. So like you're, you're, you're talking on this like freaking weird cell phone thing, right? To, to somebody. And the one person that's one of the main characters, because you can choose two main char- between two main characters, a guy and a girl. It's uh, Laetitia and Raymond. I don't know what the difference are. I'm playing as Laetitia. But Raymond's still in the party, so it's kind of weird. Um, but at one point, Laetitia, who's you know part of this underdevelopment plan, underdeveloped plan, like hears the whole story that you're talking on the phone and everything, and it's like a loved one, right? And so it literally cuts from like this whole scene of like you talking back and forth with this person, and then she just turns around and it's like, "You are loved," like out of nowhere, robotic. <laughs> you are loved. I'm like, oh, okay. It makes yeah. some great memes. Well, to be fair, my, they my, all, that meme is always in every cell ocean. Fucking, they say they always have that one voice line they say that everyone's caught off guard with. It's a great one-liner. Did did not expect it. It's kind of weird, and the way it is put out is kind of robotic and just random. <laughs> and the face she has is just like, Whoop. but that's all I got. Um, I think we we covered everything, no? Yeah, Star Ocean is for kids. Yo, it's I'm okay. a kid at heart, okay? It's now fired. I wasn't being mean. I was just saying the obvious. Matsuki's fired. But I mean, Star Ocean's story has never been that great. So, I mean, they're, they're, they're voice acting, I guess, has never been that great. There's one story that's my favorite. I won't ruin it for all of y'all, but if you haven't played Star Ocean until the end of time on, like, I think it was PS1 or PS2. What was it? That. Um... Resign thyselves. Resign thyselves. But anyways. Oh, I was going to say my Star Ocean game that I remember playing was Star Ocean Force Departure. First Departure. Okay, yeah, that one's pretty good. Um, but anyways. Um, Holt isn't here to say bye, but he'll say bye. He's washing dishes. But um, yeah, we'll see right. you guys. I'm still here. Ah, he's here, damn it. All right, yeah, so, man. I guess, guys, uh, thank you guys for sticking around with us another week. We'll see you guys next week. You may now take off your gamer pants. Thank you, Junior. Yay. Bye, guys. We'll see you all next week. All right. Bye, guys. I miss when I used to say, take off your pants. No. Why do you want to take off people's pants, Junior? Okay, bye.